welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Tuesday, February 16th. We saw strength in the financial and energy sectors today. JP Morgan and Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway closed at a new all-time high, while the energy ETF XLE closed at its highest price since June 8th, 2020. Was the surge in energy names related to the cold front that swept the Southwest? Absolutely. We're seeing an energy crisis out in Texas that's been all over the news. Power grids across the U.S. have crippled as around 5 million Americans are without electricity during this unprecedented cold front. The Southwest Power Pool, which controls a grid spanning 14 states from North Dakota to Oklahoma, have been ordering rotating outages the past couple days. Refiners have been forced to cut more than a million barrels of oil a day, along with 10 billion cubic feet of gas production being shut, which has virtually halted gas and diesel output nearly across the nation at this point. So when we see massive supply constraints like this, demand naturally skyrockets, and that can explain the energy and oil leadership in the market today. Bitcoin had a busy day as it made headlines on a few different fronts. The cryptocurrency briefly broke above 50000 for the first time ever. We also heard that MicroStrategy wants to offer $600 million in notes to purchase more of Bitcoin. But before we get to that, how significant was it for Bitcoin to break above 50K? Definitely a huge psychological threshold for Bitcoin as across 50K today. No denying that. Michael Saylor of MicroStrategy has been championing the corporate treasury into Bitcoin since last August. He was on this before Jack Dorsey at Square and Twitter, and he actually was the one to convince Elon at Tesla to follow in his footsteps. MicroStrategy's stock is up around 700% in that time, and they've continued to buy. And as of February 2nd, they've owned nearly 72,000 units of Bitcoin, which is valued around $3.6 billion today. Back in December, they had the first of these notes where they raised $650 million, and they're back again for another $600 million, just going all in on Bitcoin here. Saylor said over the weekend he anticipates Bitcoin to be 100 times larger than Google or Facebook. He's clearly not focused on the short-term gyrations of Bitcoin right now. He believes everybody is eventually going to plug into a digital monetary network, just like everybody will eventually be plugged into the internet. He's making a big old bet in doing so. CCIV surged more than 30% today. This SPAC has been rumored to merge with the California EV startup Lucid Motors. Did we get an announcement or did the stock continue to rip on the rumors? We got a Reuters report today that Lucid Motors is getting close to a deal to go public at roughly a $12 billion valuation after Michael Klein and Churchill Capital launched a financing effort to back the transaction. This would be the biggest merger in the SPAC space we've seen, bigger than Fisker, Nicola, or any of these other counterparts. Churchill initiated talks to raise more than a billion by selling shares in a pipe transaction, a private investment in public equity. And the deal could swell to about $1.5 billion. Churchill's stock immediately responded on the news, soaring over 30%, as you mentioned. But Riley, it looks like another day, another SPAC deal. Tech CEOs, Wall Street executives, and a YouTuber will testify before Congress on Thursday. The hearing looks to investigate the events surrounding the epic short squeeze in the meme stocks last month. What are your expectations for this congressional hearing? There's so many unknowns in this case. It's tough to have relevant expectations, but we should get more info on the saga. This reports following the news that the Robinhood CEO, Vlad Tenev, is laying low in a hotel due to death threats following the story. To quickly recap, 
the day after the epic squeezing of these stocks like GameStop and AMC, Robinhood, along with many other brokerages, restricted trading on these stocks, which they blamed on capital concerns. There are rumors, of course, they're in the pockets of the hedge funds, worried about their biggest business, but all these are virtually unknowns at this point. And I'd imagine we'll get some greater intel following the hearings, which begin this Thursday, the 18th. Some of the topics we'll hear about are order flow, broker-dealer capitalization, rejection of customer orders, and overall just the gamification of retail investing. So we'll finally get some truth behind the saga when these executives are under oath later this week. Palantir got pummeled after it reported earnings early this morning. The stock fell 13% and closed at its lowest price since January 21st. Where did this company come short in its earnings report? So Palantir is, of course, the software company that specializes in big data analytics founded by Peter Thiel, among a bevy of other big Silicon Valley names. Warren Buffett invested in them pre-IPO. It was a big shocker because it's a growth company that trades on lofty valuations, something Warren stayed away from over his 70-year career. These earnings caused the stock to sink, though, because of the surprise loss on the EPS side. They did grow revenue 40% to $322 million year over year. Definitely a win there. But this company is trading with a P.E. ratio north of 230. So when they don't crush their growth numbers, this is the natural reaction we get as the stock closed down 13%. There were some other positive aspects of this report, like average revenue per customer up 40%. But again, when you're trading at such lofty valuations, you have to crush the growth side of the report to keep the stock price pumping. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. We've got earnings from Baidu and Shopify tomorrow. We'll continue to keep an eye on the energy stocks, but we'll talk again after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.